Ooh, you are listening to Keith Price's Curtain Call. This is Keith Price for another edition of Keith Price's Curtain Call, and we are at the Westside Theater at the press up fronts for Othello the Remix. I gotta say it like that, the remix. <laughs> this okay. So first of all, I'm gonna say it because I'm sitting here with the writers. The producer, y'all are producing this too? Does just direct and writing. The, the, the wearing many hats, most of which are to the side. Uh, <laughs> GQ and JQ, brothers, who are like brother brothers, actual brothers, but giving you serious brother energy with this awesome, awesome rap rendition of Othello the Shakespearean classic Othello, the five-act play that they have shoved into 90 minutes. I am, I'm awed by the work. So first of all, let's see, we'll start with G- GQ. Where did you decide that Shakespeare was going to be the muse for the work that you've done? Because they have done other pieces of Shakespeare, the Bombardier of Eras. Um, you got, it's like, this is, this is, this is a big undertaking. Uh, yeah, it definitely is. I mean, um, it's kind of, I, I kind of like to credit some divine intervention because we, it, the original impulse was to meld hip-hop and theater um, as a final project at the Experimental Theater Wing at Tisch School of the Arts when I was there. Uh, this was 1998. Um, I asked some friends and my brother to to create something together, and we ran out of time to write something original. So my friend was like, yeah, we should we should adapt something like you know he's like Shakespeare's free so um, we <laughs> we went and looked at we were like how many of us are there okay there's four he's like the comedy of errors has uh, four major characters in it so I went and watched the BBC version in the, in the library on tape at the time and came back the next day and we started writing we started translating the comedy of errors and within translating the first two stanzas, stanzas on the first page we, we were like that that moment happened where it was like, okay, Shakespeare is a is a, a he's a, he's a poet. He's, a he's the first rapper. We we realized, oh my gosh, this isn't a cute and clever way to mix two things. This is the next version of what he was doing. Yeah. That, yeah. that that when that re, when we realized that it it took a step from something clever to something that felt like purposeful, huge. Beyond you know, us. beyond us. He's a lyrical. Uh, storyteller use musical language that's what rappers do Absolutely, to tell a story and you know it's so interesting because I was just talking to um, Supernova mm-hmm. and um, one of the things that I noticed that came to me right away when I watched this was that it's very interesting to use Othello and the story of Othello when you're talking about this period that we're living in right now with, with the way race relations are in this country like okay so first of all you take this interracial love story and then you throw in all of the elements that go on with the show, and then you add an element of music that has been completely identified by African Americans. How do you feel about, you know, because some people would say, I'm not going to be the controversial one, that you may be commandeering an art form. Well, I feel like the, the best art, I mean, we, we say it in the play, is good storytellers borrow, but great ones steal. Um, and Shakespeare stole from the we Greeks. We even stole that quote. <laughs> yeah, we changed it because it's good artists. Good artists borrowed. No, that was 
Picasso stole that from T.S. Eliot. Really? Yeah, yeah we stole right. it again. Yeah, so Shakespeare stole from the Greeks, and they probably stole from somebody before them. So, yeah. Uh, plus, we don't, we're not appropriating anything because we were born in, I mean, I was born in 76, he was born in 79. That's the birth of hip-hop. So we, we grew up in the culture. Um, it's the first music we ever listened to. It's the first music we ever got in, we ever tried to do ourselves. We were breakdancing from the time we could walk, pretty much. So, like... Um, I think that when you see the show, I don't think you'll see anything that feels inauthentic. You know? Absolutely. I don't think you'll see anything that feels inauthentic. Yes. And, and, and so we don't try to do anything that feels like it, it, that we shouldn't be saying it. Yeah. And, and the other thing is that in our version, when you see the whole thing, there's everyone's like, how do you tackle the race issue? How do you tackle the race issue? In our version, there is no race issue. We actually... Uh, we when we translated the play, we realized everyone sees it as this this play that's so full of race, and then and how are they going to do it? If you read the original, the only time Iago uses um, derogatory terms toward a black man are is when he's conniving, he's playing a part to another person to make them think something. But he says to the audience, he never says. I hate him because he's black. He says, yeah. I hate him because he didn't promote me because of this. That's our whole thing. Is this is why I hate him more. So he was using the racism of the time of um, against Othello. But he, when, in his, when he's being honest, which is only times he's being honest in the show to the audience, he never cites that, actually. Yeah. You know? So for you guys, now, when you, you go back and you look at a piece like that and you start this translation and you tr- this adaptation, it's like, how do you keep yourselves like within the story because I mean there are so many different avenues that you guys like especially with this piece that you've chosen there's so many different avenues that you can go with this and still tell the story how hard is it for you to kind of and put it together that way it starts with a line for line translation and an intense understanding of every single word in the original and then it it, it gets chopped like Jay's the king of doing like I'm, I'm usually the one who does the line for line thing Jay is the one who sees the bigger picture and goes these three scenes could be one. These th- three characters could be one. These this these four characters don't need to exist. This is no longer appropriate. Uh, let's lose this whole storyline. Let's make it like, and then we'll both jam about it, and he'll start making beats, and then I'll start. Uh, we'll both start doing rewrites and edits, and then I mean, it's just it's like th- th- you're, you're seeing draft forty some drafts, you know. Yeah, forty. This is forty-five. Draft forty-five. Wow. Well, GQ and JQ are going to be turning it out nightly at the West Side Theater starting October 22nd 25th. 25th oh see I got it wrong October 20th, 25th um, an opening November 11th 6th 16th oh I got my shit all wrong but see that's because I ain't got no paper trying to be fierce um, and at the same time these guys are taking a classic they're putting their own stank on it and I have to say well, because that's what you're doing, you know. I have to say, I have to say though that for someone like me, because I'm of a certain age, and I was of a certain age when rap was the thing, mm-hmm. it's really wonderful to have seen the 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 journey and the trajectory that rap has had over the last you know 25, 30 years, and seeing it being used the way you guys are using it. And giving it that positive spin that it should have had, you know, back in the late, you know, the early 90s when it got real rough. You know what I'm saying? And so, again, for you, too, this is a really fantastic thing. And I'm really glad to see that y'all are working this out. And I do want the next time that we have a chance to chat, I want to find out how hard is it to work with your brother? Because I have two brothers right now. and They annoy the shit out of me. So I can't imagine artistically creating Uh, with mine. That's a whole nother episode. (laughs)
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Working with family. But but it's really uh, Keith. It's nice to talk to you, and and your your questions are really thoughtful, and uh, we enjoyed being interviewed by this, you for sure. This is great. Well, thank you guys for me, and this is run fantastic. So again, Othello the Remix starting October twenty fifth. See, because hey, I got it. Opening November sixteenth. Hopefully an open-ended run. So if you're coming to New York City and you're looking for something to see because you ain't going to get tickets to Hamilton, so don't even start. I'm just saying. I'm putting yes, it out we're there. We're doing stuff for the people. We exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? I'm so happy for you. Anyway. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but again, coming to New York City, go to Othello Remix. Is it OthelloTheRemix.com to get more information about tickets. Follow them on the Twitter. Follow them on the Facebook, Instagram, the whole schmear. Q Brothers. Q Brothers. Q Brothers, Q Brothers One on Twitter. Yeah. Q Brothers One on Twitter. Uh, again, come and, and shake your groove then because this shit was cute. I'm, just, hey, <laughs> I'm not mad. Thanks, not Steve. mad. Let's and go. we will be back. <laughs> Q brothers having a ball. Sometimes I'm getting naughty. Sometimes I actually get nice. But I never feel better than when I'm answering questions from Keith Price. Yeah. For all of y'all, it's curtain call. <laughs>